Hi guys, I'm Shira Velarde. I'm Christine Perez. I'm Larissa Santa Maria. And I'm Carl and Quintana. You are listening to Chance Talk. Gusto lang kayo guys. Okay lang. Okay lang okay kami. Yes, that's nice to hear. Our topic for this podcast is about something sa LGBTQ community. Kilala nyo ba si Charis Pampanko? For sure, yes. kilala nyo si Charis. Yes, diba? of course. Yes. Yes. Si Jake Cyrus na siya ngayon. Eh, si Lars Pacheco. Yes, yung maganda. Kitty uh-huh. niya na, no? Para siyang girl na girl na talaga. True. Mas yung maing babae pa. Na-feel niyo na bang parang hindi kayo para sa gender niyo? Sometimes, minsan. Di ba naman? May nabasa akong ganyan na bata pa lang, alam na nila agad na hindi para sa kanila yung binigay na sexual orientation. Hindi yung opposite. Meron din pagtanda na yung, syempre yung alam na nila yung gusto nila. At ang tawag doon ay ang gender dysphoria. Mm. Actually, ngayon ko lang din narinig niyan gender dysphoria na yan. Kasi di ba pag naisip natin na trans surgery lang, wala nang iba. Um, para sa gender dysphoria, ito yung gender reassignment. Actually, ito yung topic natin ngayon. Gender reassignment, ito yung complete transformation for example girl to boy tapos boy to girl ganun um hindi ibig sabihin na surgery to pwede ka lang magpa-surgery agad hindi ganun kailangan ma-diagnose ka muna ng gender dysphoria para sabi masabi natin na sure ka na sa decision na gagawin mo may dalawang process yung gender assignment ito yung surgical sa kanan surgical Kapag sinabi natin ng surgical, madalas na ginagawa dito is nagpipilse lang yung, in- yung individual or kaya nag-inject ng hormones. Yung surgical naman, from the word itself, surgical, may surgery na mangyayari saka complete um, change na papalitan na yun. Hindi lang yung voice, ganon. Um, before din sila mag-undergo ng surgery, kailangan din nilang mag-counsel muna. Kasi pwede rin maapektuhan yung mental health nila since major surgery yung gagawin. Uh-huh. Pero yung iba, before hindi lang naman counseling ang kailangan. Pero may nababanggit din sila ng hormonal therapy. Pero bago nila nagagawa yun, kailangan may test pa silang kailangan gawin which is real life test. Isa tong psychosocial assessment para nakakatulong to sa process ng transition, pagiging transition nila. Pero para maging qualified sila dito, kailangan ma-diagnose sila na may gender dysphoria tsaka may capacity sila na to fully make a decision. Tapos gumagawa sila ng consent para do sa mga treatments. But not all trans men and women goes through the surgery. Some chooses the non-surgical path, which is the usage of pills nga, hormonal replacement therapy, laser hair removal, voice care, and speech therapy. Para naman doon sa mga pinili yung surgical path, 
Meron doon na vaginoplasty, facial feminization surgery, breast augmentation, tas masculine chest reconstruction. Tapos meron ding female to male surgery. Doon may pumapasok na hysterectomy, vaginectomy, metioplasty, tsaka phalloplasty. So, yun. Okay. So, after surgery, alam naman natin na yung patient maka-experience yan or mag-undergo ng complications or obstacles throughout the healing process. So, the patient will experience pelvic pain, involuntary urination, meaning yung patient has no control with his or her urination. And there is also voiding dysfunction. Ibig sabihin, yung bladder ng patient ay hindi na-empty. Kaya, yung pag-urinate niya araw-araw ay multiple times a day. Complications also includes dyspareunia or pain when having an intercourse. And the sexual response could decrease dahil nga nakakaramdam siya ng discomfort when having an intercourse. There could also be repeated urinary tract infections. So the treatment plan for the patient includes postural training, manual, internal, and external therapy, treatment of connective tissue, toileting mechanics, because of course the patient is having a hard time in releasing bowel, and other treatments like breathing, stretching, and exercises that helps to strengthen pelvis. So, kapag magpapagender reassignment ka talaga, hindi siya madaling desisyon. Kailangan talaga ng counseling. Maraming proseso ang magaganap kasi malaking pagbabago yung mangyayari sa sarili mo. Hindi lang physical, pati na rin emotional and mental. Tama, mm-hmm. diba? Tama, yes. tama. So, kung kayo, for example, um, naramdaman nyo na hindi kayo para sa gender nyo, Magpapa-gender assignment ba kayo or not? Para sa akin, yes. Kasi mababawasan yung anxiousness mo eh. Mababawasan yung takot mo kasi girl na, kailan ako girl, magta-transform ako sa boy. Boy na talaga ako eh. Yung mga assign nila na ay, tomboy, di, ano, ganyan-ganito. Parang masasabi mo na lang, Oo, lalaki ako. Nakapag-surgery din na ako eh. Parang ganun na lang. Mas confident ka. Mm, agree ako sa kanya. So, ano mas prefer nyo? Non-surgical or surgical procedure? Ako personally, non-surgical. non-surgical. <laughs> o non. Kasi matka... Ewan ko, permanente kasi eh. Nakatakot. Siyempre, hindi mo na kailangan ibalik. Ganyan. Napansin niyo ba ngayon na ano, yung generation ngayon is mas open na sa ganitong topic? Hindi na kagaya ng dati na takot pa silang mag-open kasi maraming magde-judge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oo. Parang mas tinatanggap na nila yung kung ano man ang gusto ng isang tao, i-respect nila yon as kung anong pinapakita ng ibang tao, kung anong feelings nila. Mm-hmm. Pero marami nang nag-accept. Many individuals suffer from gender crisis pa rin. Kasi hindi na talaga alam kung boy ba talaga sila or girl na nagde-develop from early stage pa lang to puberty. 
this leads to gender dysphoria nga. Minsan, di nila alam na may gender dysphoria na pala sila. Ganon. So, gaya nga nung sabi mo, yung mga personal crisis nila, um, dala-dala nila yun throughout their whole life dahil nga sa gender dysphoria nila. Pero, sexual re- rearrangement talaga ang sagot. Kahit pa surgically or non-surgically yan, um, the moment they start to change something and recognize themselves as their opposite gender, transgender na sila nun, and being a trans, seems so normal na nga, dahil nga sabi natin kanina, dahil sa generation ngayon, ay mas open na sila sa sensitive topic na to, kumpara sa mga older generation. Tama-tama. Mm, tama. Okay, pero kung when we talk about uh, religion, especially dito sa Pilipinas, alam naman natin na Christian country tayo, we know mm-hmm. na issue ang pag-sex change dito because naniniwala yung church, may uh, uh, may sinasabi sila na there is only a man and a woman. So, parang yung pag-sex change, mapaviolate niya yung divine law. Mm. Well, oo, that is still an issue. But the thing is, gusto ba ni God na hate natin ang sarili natin? Hindi tayo comfortable para sa sarili natin. So, um, sa tingin ko, it is more of being comfortable and loving yourself more, which, religiously speaking, mas pabor siguro ang Diyos na mahal natin ang sarili natin. Kasi, um, in human law, mas, ang pagbabago ng kung anong gusto mo sa sarili mo, ay mas tanggap pa rin ng society. Dahil, wala ka namang ginagawa sa kanila. And the issue lang here would be, some part of the society will still discriminate those who undergone the sexual re- rearrangement. Mm-mm. Dahil nga doon sa sinabi yung mga issue, there is still misconception that leads to unfair treatments with the transsexuals. Kasi hindi naman ito yung topic na maingay lang sa society or kaya sa social media. Kaya marami pa rin tao yung hindi na-educate tungkol sa topic na to. That causes making a stand is hard by just looking at the pros and cons. Kayo, sa tingin nyo, ano ba yung mga pros and cons ng surgery na to? Or kaya ng issue na to? Sa akin, yung pros include sexual reassignment. Kinikilala siya as a treatment for dysfor- gender dysphoria. Kasi binibigyan nito yung tao ng stabi- stability on mental health. Binubust din nila yung self-confidence and it gives sexual satisfaction. So, individuals may feel more acceptance on themselves by suppressing their true orientation. Yes. Given the pros, on the other hand, may mga consequence naman. Unang-una ay yung mga complications sa surgery. Siyempre, lahat ng surgery may mga risk, may complication na mangyayari throughout the process. And other thing is, yung dahil nga ang surgery is permanent, maybe there will be some thought na nagre-regret yung individual na nag-undergan ng surgery. Tapos, syempre, hindi lang yon kasama na doon ang society na mas prone sila sa discrimination dahil nga sa mga misconceptions sa kanila. Pero kahit ganun, we believe having sexual reassignment is morally right and should be accepted in our society. Mm-mm. Why? Bakit na ba? Why? 
Because in in a more basic sense, we have the right to choose and decide for ourselves. Mm, right. Okay. So for all that information and thought, the big issue or question here will be: Magiging threat ba ito sa reproduction of life? O magiging help ba siya sa mga overpopulated na bansa? So that is something controversial, de ba? But yes. we're going to end this here. Yes, that is it, guys, for this podcast. Again, this is Trans Talk. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you.